Thank you so much for tuning in today. If this is your first time ever listening to my podcast, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you never miss another episode again. And if course, if you resonate with an episode, feel free to share it on your Instagram story and go ahead and tag me at hannyb.fit. I'm always interested to hear, you know, comments, any kind of feedback um, or suggestions that you have in accordance to the podcast. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode started. Hello, thank you for stopping by today. I hope you're having a wonderful day so far. If you clicked on this episode, chances are you just have some questions when it comes to nutrition in general. Maybe you're trying to lose fat. Maybe you're trying to lose overall weight. Maybe you're trying to gain muscle. Maybe you're trying to get a toned, sexy look. Maybe you're just trying to find like balance when it comes to um, healthy eating. Whatever the case is, I am here to help you get better at your nutrition in general in order for you to achieve any goal that you're looking for when it comes to your overall health and fitness. Um, With that being said, nutrition is 80% if not more of your overall progress as to what you're ever, as to what you're trying to um, achieve. So even if it's like I said, weight gain, um, trying to like get muscle, trying to lose fat, trying to get toned, um, maybe just trying to lower like your cholesterol levels, um, or high blood pressure, like anything like that, like is going to start with your nutrition. Aside from the fact that, you know, our automatic go-to is medicine and to go to the doctors and to get prescribed something. But honestly, if we can prevent the medicine in the first place, then that is a win for us, right? So I want to be able to bring nutrition to the table and really, really show and prove that nutrition can ultimately change your life regardless of where you are um, in your journey, in your fitness journey, in your health journey in general. So this is something that I'm extremely passionate about. And not only am I going to go into like what I do for my clients, but I'm just going to give you the facts of what I've experienced um, when it comes to nutrition. Um, I am a nutritionist, so I have a degree in food and nutrition. Um, So obviously, I learned a lot just in college in general, but I also learned a lot from personal experience, like I said. So I really am going to bring all of the things that I know um, and have experienced to the table in order for you to be most successful. So let's go ahead and get started. Hello, and welcome to the Not Your Average Fit Bitch Podcast, where we discuss all things fitness, nutrition, and spirituality. I'm your host, Hannah B., an online health and mindset coach. My main mission is to teach women how to stop accepting their circumstances and instead walk by faith into their dream life. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you believe you're meant for so much more but may need help navigating this new territory. I believe everything happens for a reason, which means you're exactly where you need to be. It's time for you to step out of your comfort zone, leave the average norm, and transform into your highest self yet. All right, y'all. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. 
Thanks for tuning in today. I'm really excited about today's episode because um, I am a nutritionist. This is like something that I could talk about forever because nutrition is such a vital, vital part of our everyday life. Um, not only just in like our overall like fitness goals, but like just in our health in general. We literally need to eat in order to survive. So today I'm kind of just going into detail um, of why nutrition is so important and how to basically get good at your nutrition. If you're looking to be healthier overall, the first thing that I recommend to my clients is to solely focus on their nutrition. So sometimes, depending on the client, we might not even work in um, their fitness side of it, like the exercise side of it, training side of it, until they start to get a little bit better just in their nutrition in general. Because sometimes it can be overwhelming if you feel like you're trying to be absolutely perfect at nutrition or track when you've never tracked before and go to the gym. Now, this isn't super, super common. I feel like a lot of people that come to me are ready for, you know, the the entire lifestyle change so they, they're able to like do both. But again, if you are someone who is a super beginner and maybe you can only handle one thing at a time, like you need to like learn something or get used to something, then incorporate other things, like this is where you want to start. So especially if you're doing this on your own and you're like, I have no idea how to start, what I should be doing, like what is the most important thing that I need first, I'm going to say nutrition always. So nutrition is 80% of your overall results when you're looking, like I said, for lifestyle change, weight loss, muscle gain, like whatever it is, um, you're going to have to focus on your nutrition. Even the bodybuilders, like their nutrition is so, so, so important um, just as their workouts. Like they need to make sure they're on top of their nutrition or the workouts that they're doing are not going to provide the results that they actually want. Either they're not eating enough and they're not building enough muscle um, or they're not eating well enough and it's not helping them with recovery. Like whatever the case is, nutrition is super, super important. So for someone that just wants to learn the basics, wants to know how to be more successful in their health journey, um, we're going to just go into the basics. So first of all, when starting this journey and trying to eat healthier, you really want to look at your diet as a whole and see what are the common foods that you eat, what are the common habits that you have. So for example, do you eat out most of the time during the week? Like do you buy lunch? Do you buy dinner? Um, Are you a fast food person if you don't have time to cook? Um, Do you order, um, I'm sorry, do you do like prepackaged food? So like do you just go to Walmart and get like frozen meals and heat them up? Um, are you a person that doesn't eat a lot at all? Um, just kind of look overall, what is your eating habits? What does your diet look like? 
what are the trends that you're seeing and then from there and I would look at like a full week so I would maybe start like writing down like what you had for the day or for the week like so you can look back and see what your diet looks like seriously like you have to evaluate where you're currently at in order to go to the next level like you can't just automatically um start like training if you have no idea where your body's already at and that's where a lot of people get frustrated because you know they want that quick fix and they're like okay if I just look up how much I should be eating macro wise or calorie wise I'll just do that and then I'll be good to go but like I always always preach if you are looking to get healthier and fix your nutrition and fix your overall eating habits you can't just google what I should be eating because google doesn't know your history google doesn't know everything about you that it needs to know yes it, you can t- you can put in your height your weight <clears throat> your age your sex all that stuff but it's still not going to help you if Google doesn't know exactly where what your starting point is. And that's where a health or yeah, a health coach or a nutrition coach, fitness coach comes into play, someone that's knowledgeable about um you know, macros and your BMR and all that stuff in general in order for you to get the best results. You definitely want to look for an expert or ask an expert, not Google. Um, so when we talk about, um, like looking up your macros, if you follow my page, if you've listened to my podcast before, if you know anything about me at all, you know that I always talk about macros, um, which is a macronutrient. Your macro macronutrients contains your carbs, so your carbohydrates, your healthy fats, and protein. So these are the three major sources of energy that we need every single day in order to function optimally. Um, And then your micronutrients are like your vitamins and minerals that you need. So what I focus on primarily is the macronutrients because those are the three main things that you are eating. And most people um, are focused on eating their macronutrients more than their micronutrients because not everybody takes like vitamins and minerals like they should. So if you're not well versed in any of this, then let me explain because it can seem a little confusing, but it's really, really not. It's actually quite simple. So obviously your carbohydrates, um, are the things that you eat most of, really. So if you think of like bread, if you think of a vegetable, if you think of a potato, rice, beans, um, even fruit, like basically everything is a carb. (laughs) Um, And then not everything is a protein and a fat. But most of the time, carbs and fat are in a lot of our um, food sources. So when focusing on your macronutrients, um, carbs, fat, and protein, you want to have the essentials. So let me back up for a second. I think I skipped ahead. So carbs, we said, are things that you 
see most of or eat most of like potato rice bread stuff like that so starches um fat healthy fats we need fat in our body obviously and um fat can come from avocados or like avocado oil or olive oil um peanut butter obviously there's fat and butter um but we want to stick to like the healthy fats which is why we choose like the avocado or like salmon like that stuff has natural fatty acids in it has the omegas in it like that is the fat that we are looking for um not just like we're not looking for like trans fat saturated fat that kind of stuff we're looking for overall um omegas and stuff like that protein while protein wise (laughs) we're talking about chicken why do i keep saying fat? chicken steak beef turkey um, tofu, if you're vegan or vegetarian, eggs, um, stuff like that. So those are the, those are the three major sources of energy that you should be focusing on in your day to day. So when you look back and you do like your little diary or your chart of your day or your week, see if you're actually eating all three of those things. And you can look up on Google, Google, what is a carb? What is a fat, healthy fat? what is a protein, healthy protein. And it will give you examples. And that way you're already kind of one step ahead. You are now understanding what macronutrients are and what are the best macros and if you're eating them. So you're already on your way to having a healthier diet. So what I teach my clients is definitely macro tracking. And macro tracking is something like what we, what I just told you to do, basically a diary of what you're eating in a day and in a week and if you're meeting your required macronutrients. Now, because our macronutrients are a major source of energy for each individual, for all of us, it does not mean that all of our needs are the same. So every single person has a different basal metabolic rate. This is your BMR. This is what your body burns at rest. So without you doing any kind of activity, when you're sleeping, your body is naturally burning calories, right? So if you are a person that burns about 1600 calories when you're sleeping, then you need a minimum of 1600 calories during the day in order to fulfill those major sources in order to fulfill the energy that you need um, in your day-to-day so if you are a person that is not eating your required BMR then this is what we would call a deficient um, individual or deficient macros. So a lot of people think like if I'm trying to lose weight, I just need to be in a deficit, which is the same thing as being deficient. Um, you're eating less calories than you are burning and technically less calories than are what at your BMR. 
So with that being said, because this is such a huge thing and everybody talks about this, like, yeah, just eat less calories than you burn, um, it gets misconstrued and a lot of people try to take the easy way out and just automatically go into that deficit phase. And the thing is, if you are not a person that already is tracking and already knows what your BMR is and is already eating at your maintenance calories and all of the above, then you can't just automatically start in a deficit because your deficit, chances are, is going to be extremely, extremely low, which means low calories, which means unsustainable after a while. Um, Because if you're a person, like I said, the 1600 calorie example is your BMR, but you're only actually eating 900 calories, you're already in a deficit. But because you're so extremely low, your metabolism is now moving slower um, because you're not eating enough and it needs to absorb the food that you're eating and make it kind of last throughout the day in order for your body to function in the best way possible. So that's why if you are to overeat at one point, all the calories extra calories that you're consuming take a really long time to process um, because your metabolism is moving at a slow rate which means you are not burning those calories fast enough which means they start to pile on right so that's kind of an example of what it would look like in your body if you are constantly trying to be in a deficit but are already at a extreme deficit you can't really go any lower than that At that point, we have to work our way up back to the BMR to restore your BMR, to restore that metabolism, and then work from there. So I talk about this a lot as well like in my content, um, but I'm not going to get too far into just the macro phases because that's a whole other episode, um, which I'm pretty sure I talked about already, but I might have to kind of do a full circle and go back into that because I think a lot of people are interested in that as well. Um, But anyway, so... That's just an example as why you cannot just automatically go into that deficit. So if you want to be successful in your nutrition, you want to make sure that you're eating enough first and foremost. You want to make sure that you're eating your major uh, macros and you want to make sure that you're eating enough of them according to your height, weight, age, sex. So um, moving forward, if you are a person that is starting to track macros, I just had a post the other day of what your essentials are that you need. Now, one of them is what I just said was you need an accurate macro reading. So you cannot rely on Google to give you an accurate macro reading because Google does not know your starting point and your starting point determines what your macros should be. Because even though your age, height, weight and sex is telling you you need to be at a specific macro count, that part is not wrong. That's what your BMR is and supposed to be. But if you're not already at that that number, then we have to make adjustments. So first and foremost, make sure you're getting an accurate macro reading um, and you're, you're using a correct guide. You have an expert to help you in order to get started. And then you go from there. Once you have your correct macros, you're going to want a food scale to start weighing out your food because once you have your numbers, 
you break it down into grams or a percentage. So if you if your calories are 1600, you don't actually focus on the calories per se, you actually focus more on the macros and the and the grams per macro. So let's say for example, you might have 150 grams of carbs required, you might have 200 grams of protein required, and you might have like 75 grams of fat required. So when you look at the grams that are required through all macronutrients, you're able to choose food that fits that amount. So a food scale helps you weigh out, like for protein exam, for protein, um, you want to, if you're trying to reach 200 grams, you wanna weigh out a certain amount of protein per meal in order to reach that. So let's say four ounces of protein is 40 grams um, of protein. So 40 40 ounces of chicken, that's a better example. Four ounces of chicken, let's say is 48 grams of your protein, going towards your protein. So being able to weigh it out and then tracking it, um, you're able to see how close you are to your macronutrients each time. And you can do this um, with like your carbs and your fat as well. So you're gonna wanna use like measuring cups for you know the dry food. You're gonna wanna use like a measuring glass for like liquid stuff. So like if you're drinking like almond milk or milk or something like that. So everything should be weighed out. Everything should be portioned out. Everything should be to a point where you actually know how much you are eating of that amount. You can't just like eat a bunch of food that you think is healthy um, and try to get to your goal. Like you have to still have a plan in place and you still have to have a um, specific amount that you're going to need in order to reach your goals. Because like I said, everybody's different. So you're gonna want a food scale, you're gonna want measuring cups, you're gonna want meal prep containers, like things that you can just like weigh, once you weigh your food out, you just put it in your container and then you can take it to lunch with you. So it's already pre-weighed, it's already tracked. Like I use my fitness pal, my clients use an app through through my app that I use for my business, um, but it's very similar to my fitness pal. The only reason they don't use MyFitnessPal is because the app that I use provides its own tracking methods and I'm able to see it better um, when I'm going to like review their nutrition for the week. So if you're doing this by yourself, I definitely recommend MyFitnessPal. I would get the paid version because you're able to use like grams, you're able to make your macros exactly what they're supposed to be sometimes if you don't have the paid version it's like a percentage and it's not the exact amount and then you have to like okay I know this is not my the amount of grams I actually need to eat a little bit more than this but it's like confusing because you have to go back and look and it's just a whole mess because I did that for so long and I was like you know what I'm just gonna pay for it I think it's like $80 a year um or $20 a month so whatever is in your budget definitely try to invest in paying for my fitness pal um, so that you can track everything accordingly once you weigh everything out. Another thing I would recommend is a macro cookbook. So this is just a cookbook that actually um, specializes in macro balanced meals. So it's just 
allowing you to see a meal that contains all protein, carbs, and fat, like which is what we want in every single meal. You should have those three major things, um, depending on, again, your goal and your number. So that's just the things that you need if you want to start macro tracking. But I highly, highly recommend macro-focused um, eating because that is going to get you to your goal the fastest because those are the three major things that you need. So when we're using this macro um, method and we are tracking, I want you to be conscientious of your balance and of any kind of restriction or any kind of thing, negative feeling that you're, that you're experiencing as you're tracking because a lot of the time it's easy to feel like you're on an extreme diet if you're like tracking food if you're eating a certain amount of things like and we don't want that to be the case the reason i use macro tracking honestly is one because you're actually able to see what you are eating what you are putting in your body i always say that macro tracking exposes you and it truly does because it holds you accountable with the choices that you're making when it comes to your food and so i don't want you to feel like you are on a strict diet or can't have certain things um it's just a method to use that allows you to be most successful and accountable because again you're able to see truly what you're putting into your body and allows you to just look at your overall health and diet in a different perspective and that's what we need sometimes sometimes we need that self-reflection to be like oh shit i do need to be a little bit better at this and if you truly care about your overall health you have to take it seriously. Like you have to put in the effort. You have to see what you're eating. Like I think people get frustrated because they're like, well, I don't, I don't know why it matters so much. Like why can't I just eat whatever I want? Like you can definitely eat whatever you want, but if you want to live a long, healthy life and not have sickness and not be overweight and not be slow and not feel fatigued and have the energy that you want and you know have like overall a better mood and and just just literally just health in general you're going to want to focus on what you're eating so you actually do have to care what you're eating i'm sorry that just is what it is there's no way around it you can definitely enjoy food and enjoy life but you have to have an overall understanding that if you want to be healthy you have to put in the work. You have to know what you're actually eating. So when we, when I use macros and when I teach it to my clients, I have them use the 80-20 rule. And this is what I just posted yesterday. If you're listening to this on the release date, um, it's the 80-20 rule is trying to teach you really what balance is and how you should be using it. And so when we focus on 80% of our food intake is our macronutrients, is our overall healthy choices. Um, It leaves room for us to have about 20%, 15% of the not so healthy meals. So the best way to use the 80-20 rule is to look at it as an overall whole through the week. So what is your diet? in healthy 
No, I'm sorry. What does your diet and eating choices look like throughout the week? So I use this example yesterday. If I am a person that eats five meals a day for seven days a week, that's a total of 35 meals, okay? So we're talking about meals. When we talk about the actual meals, we can say that if we were to eat about like five out of 35 meals that that were not healthy, that were not that were not um, macro balanced, that were not the best choice for us, that would leave you with 85% of the time throughout the whole entire week, you are eating your macros and you are eating at a healthy balance. So when we look at it in that way, it's like, okay, five, five meals of like your choice is still a lot. Like that's still a lot. So if you are a person that like loves to um, not cook as much during the weekend and you'd, you'd like to go out, then this, this, can, this can still work for you. You can still have that balance. I'm not talking about a full day of eating five bad meals in a day because that's usually not the best option just because you're kind of when you put it on, when you put your, like, when you do cheat days, for example, you're putting it all on one day. You're like, I can eat whatever I want today. I don't care. I'm not going to track anything. I really don't care how, what I'm eating. I just want to eat all the bad foods and I'm going to eat five bad meals. You're creating this, this restriction around your overall diet um, because it's kind of like you refuse to eat anything bad during the week but you save one day to just kind of eat like shit and not only is that just like not good for you to eat all of those calories in one day because you're already going to be over your calorie amount so like if for example let's go back to like that 1600 calories a day um, you're eating that on a regular, let's say for example, on Saturday, you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to eat out every meal. I'm going to order coffee and breakfast. I'm going to, um, order Chick-fil-A for lunch. I'm going to order pizza for dinner. And then I'm going to drink like seven beers. If you added all those calories up, you're well over 3,000 calories. I guarantee it. Like you're well over. So that's a huge shock on the body. And so when you're doing an extreme jump in your calories, it's going to be a little bit hard for your body to process that because it's just such an overall huge difference from what your body's normally used to consuming. So that's why it's easier and better on your body to break up those meals, um, those non-healthy meals throughout the week. So for example, I, this is what I, this is usually what I do. Um, if I am having, if I am going out to eat or if I am having a not so healthy meal, I'm going to eat probably so like on the weekend let's say Friday Saturday and Sunday those are the those are the most days that I will eat out or maybe like 
go to the bar or have a drink or whatever the case is. Like I will normally on the weekends, like most of us do, um, eat out or go drinking. Like I said, um, so what I'd like to do is continue out my whole week. Like I eat, I eat the same for my five meals a day. Um, and then when it comes to Friday, if we do go out, um, I'll only go out for dinner. So that means out of that one, out of my five meals, one of my meals is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be maybe a little bit more over calories or maybe even under, um, depending on what I get. So like if I get like tacos or something, like that's not obviously a bad choice. Like tacos can be extremely healthy. Um, you know, you can get like just chicken and vegetable tacos, like, um, and it's really not that bad of a choice. So it also depends on like what you're choosing when you go out. If you're only eating fast food, obviously that's not going to be helpful. But if you're like going out and you're ordering like you're still ordering like a macro balanced meal, like a chicken, rice, and vegetable. Like that's not bad. Like you can still go out and order a healthy meal. Doesn't just because you're going out doesn't mean it has to be unhealthy. Do you know what I mean? Like it's still going to be a little bit more calories regardless because it's in a restaurant. So they're going to add more flavor. They're going to add butter. They're going to add oil. They're going to add all the seasonings. Like you might get a drink. So it's just naturally going to be a little bit more calories um, and, and a little bit more macros, which is fine. But my point is on Friday, if I have five meals, one of those meals is going to be, you know, out to dinner. Okay. And then on Saturday, I actually like to go to the gym on the weekend. So I always work out on Saturdays. So I'll still do my normal day. I'll have my protein shake. I'll have my breakfast. I'll eat all of my meals basically the same. Um, and then either if we don't go out to like dinner, we might go out to uh, a bar and like grab a few drinks or something like that. So that alone obviously is adding to my calories too. So maybe I'll have like a brunch or something on Saturday with a drink and then I go out and have a drink, but I'm still eating like how I normally eat in between the brunch and the drinks. Okay. So that's another, that's another one meal, one to two meals, um, of not eating the healthiest. So uh, right now I'm at about three meals. And then on Sunday, honestly, it just depends. Like I don't always eat out. I don't always um, like drink or have brunch or whatever. It really just depends. But let's say I were to have another meal. Like let's say we ordered pizza or something um, because we went out. So actually this is a perfect example. Last week we went out on Saturday and had lunch. So we actually got tacos after the gym on Saturday. We got tacos. So I had some chips and queso and I had chicken tacos and like a Brussels sprout taco. Um, and I think like a, a beef taco. So I had like three tacos and some chips and queso and I had a, a margarita. Okay, so that was my one meal after my workout that was for lunch. And then we went home, ate regularly, um, and then we went out and had a few drinks. So I didn't eat for the rest of the night until we got home, um, and I actually had a chicken sandwich, and that was my second meal for the day that wasn't that healthy. 
right? So out of five meals, I had two that were not the healthiest. And then on Sunday, we actually ordered pizza while we were meal prepping. So altogether, last week, I had three meals out of literally 35 meals that were not so healthy. And that is a balance that you can have like you can you can do that now now should you do that all the time no will you do that all the time no like it just depends on your overall consecutive like weeks out of the month what does your consistency look like like are you consistently eating healthy and have a few non-healthy meals or non-macro balanced meals like you have to really really self-reflect like for me that felt like a lot for me because I'm so used to eating healthy and like macro balanced meals that three meals for me is actually a lot. Like that's a lot for me to to choose to not eat the healthiest. And I that's a, I'm okay with that. Like I enjoy eating how I eat. Like I really do. It's taken me a long time to appreciate like where I'm at right now, but I don't physically like to eat like fast food because it makes me sick like I'm not used to eating it it makes my stomach upset I I know what it does to my body and so for me it's just something that I like consciously when I eat it I'm like Ugh. like I don't really love it does it taste good hell yeah but like I still have that like sense in me like I really don't want to be eating this again like I will enjoy it and then that and then I won't have it for maybe a month or something like it just depends on like what your overall balance is and if you are creating a healthy 80 20 so I use that that example because I want you to understand that when you focus on your overall meals it's going to look different than if you're just like taking a whole day or whole weekend of just eating like shit like just imagine like you're eating Monday to Friday or Monday to Thursday like perfectly and then when Friday Saturday Sunday comes you're like fuck it I ate so well I'll just eat like shit that average is not going to average out so let's say you have five meals a day that are macro balanced for four days that's 20 meals and then Friday Saturday Sunday that's three days and let's say you're having five meals a day for those three days that's 15 so you're at you're not at 80 80 20 you're at 20 meals are healthy, 15 are unhealthy. That's an extremely big difference compared to like a 5 to 35. Like truly. So you just have to look to see. And you might not even eat 5 meals a day. I'm I'm just using that as an example. But you have to see what your overall um, consumption is and and if it actually is balanced. Because... It's not 50-50. Your balance is never going to be 50-50 and frankly it shouldn't be because like I said, if you are really trying to change your health and you're really trying to focus on losing weight or building muscle or just changing your lifestyle, maybe you just don't even want to drink that much anymore and you're just trying to like have better alternatives in your life in general, just making changes. Um, you have to put in the effort. Like it's not going to always feel completely balanced. Like some weeks you're going to be like, I really don't just, I don't even want to eat anything like that. I don't want to go to 
dinner this week. Like I just want to eat at home. I want to make my own meal. Like even if you decide to like eat, like make your own meal, but you're like, you're eating pasta, um, and like a heavy sauce and like meatballs and like, and, and like garlic toast. Like even if you make that at home, that's still not a, not the healthiest meal. So like, you're still going to be able to have like meals like that. You have to really, really look, like I said, at what your overall consumption is um, to see if you are at an 80-20 or if you're more at a 50-50. Because if you're at 50-50 all of the time, you're not going to see the the um, improvement and progress that you want. That's just, it is what it is. So that's why I think a lot of people aren't ready to hear this kind of stuff because when we talk about balance, I think it's really, really easy to think like, oh, well, if I eat whatever I want, but go to the gym, that's balance, right? Like, no, (laughs) unfortunately, it's not balanced. Because like I said, if you're not eating appropriately, you're not actually helping your body. Like if you're always eating fast food, um, but you're going to the gym, it's actually harmful on your body because you're putting all of that like high fat saturated fat you're put you're you're increasing your cholesterol like your blood pressure it's going to be a lot harder for you to work out um and you're not going to get the recovery and rest that you need as well so it, it really is important to focus on your nutrition and understand that balance itself is not going to feel like 50 50 balance is about understanding that you can have those small meals in between you can go out and enjoy yourself once in a while you can make a greasy food if you want um but ultimately how much of it you are doing like overall are you creating a healthy habit are you creating a healthy diet overall um and then balancing it out by enjoying little things here and there because too much of something is bad and too little of something is bad so you don't want to completely cut things out um unless you're a person that truly is just genuinely okay with never touching like a piece of chocolate ever again or whatever it is like do you, you know, but I would just make sure that you're, that you create a little bit of a healthier balance so that you're not in that restrictive state or mode because the worst thing that can happen when you completely cut things out is that when you start to have it again, or if you just have it one time, you might binge it because your body is like, oh, this is so good. I don't know when I'm going to have it next. Um, I might as well enjoy it while I can. And you end up kind of repeating this this binge cycle without even realizing it. So just be very careful about your choices when it comes to cutting out certain things or creating a balance in general. So that's pretty much all I had to say. I really wanted to focus on what balance means, what the 80-20 rule is, best way to be successful if you're trying to do macro tracking. If you're trying to just be successful in nutrition in general, you definitely want to look at what you're eating first before you try all of the other things. I would stay away from the quick fixes. I would stay away from the cleanses. 
I would truly, truly evaluate what you are currently doing and why it's not working. And then ask an expert, ask an individual who is has experience with healthy eating and see, you know, if they can help you. Ask me, go in my DM, send me a message, download my free guide, like whatever you need in order to become better is out there for you. You just have to search and look for the answers. So as long as you have a question, you should be able to get your answer. Um, and hopefully it's an answer that is helpful. So that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you have any other questions about nutrition, about macros, about balance, about the 80-20 rule, whatever it is, send me a DM. Go ahead and share this episode with a friend if if you know someone that needs to hear it. Um, Put it on your story. Go ahead and rate it, actually, if you don't mind. Rate how it was. Leave a comment. Like, seriously, I just, I want to know that this is helpful. I want to know that it's, that you're understanding what I'm saying. Because I think sometimes it can be a little confusing um, when we talk about, like, macros and tracking and stuff like that. So, let me know if I can do anything else for you. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Understand that your health is not just one thing. It is a bunch of things and you can get to where you need to go as long as you self-reflect and see what is the first thing that you need to do in order to take that step closer to finding your healthy lifestyle, the greatest version of you and everything else in between. Okay. Love you so much. I will talk to you guys on the next episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Not Your Average Fit Bitch Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, give me a shout out on Instagram at hannyb.fit. You can also follow me on TikTok at hannyb.fit. If you have any questions, DMs are always open. Until next time, you are worthy, you are loved, and your new life is waiting for you. As always, stay bad, bitches.